Welcome back to Free Talk. This is Aya. What's happening around the world? Volcanoes, hurricanes, floods, earthquakes. This all seems similar to something that we only see in the movies, but is now our reality. We have a new episode of Free Talk every Wednesday. Catch us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. Connect with us on Facebook at aya.shani.315. And you can email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. Today, we want to take a moment to talk about the news of the world, all the things that are going around in the world. Before we start, I just wanted to say one thing, which is um, referencing to the Bible that will help us kind of understand what's going on. Mark 13, 7 to 9. And when you hear the wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you to councils, and you will be beaten in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the reason why I wanted to start with that is because we're seeing a lot of different things happening in the world. We feel we don't know the explanation, but everything comes to pass. It can be explained just by witnessing what is going on in the world. So I'd like to start with uh, talking about the volcano in St. Vincent and the Grenadines and what has been going on. Yeah, well, my parents come from that island. Well, they come from an island off of that island because it's Grandine and the St. Vincent Islands. They'll always spend, because they do have um, a place in St. Vincent, so we used to spend some time in St. Vincent before going um, to the island. So where they are is southern end of the island and the volcanoes at the northern end. So um, they're basically in a safe zone. The only thing is, is that because it's such a small island, when uh, this happened, lights went out, water shortages, like it's, it's that still affects them, you know what I mean? So that that is the big issue going on right now. So far, so good. Um, they've been getting, um, you know, what they can, but they're, they're about to run out because yes, they were told that you know it was erupting but they never knew when obviously so you know they were kind of safeguarding what they had and trying to get more but when you have a whole island doing that things start to run out and because it's a caribbean island obviously you don't always get supplies immediately so so my cousin right now is well not just my cousin but they have this campaign going on for anybody who is willing to donate um i'll put it up at the end of the broadcast or on our instagram and uh it will show you that you know where you can donate or give money just whatever you can just give it and and we're they're okay with it because at this point they're starting to run out because 
it was supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be, you can never predict these things, <laughs> but they didn't think it was gonna be this bad. It has been just continuously erupting and apparently now it's going to be months because unlike 1979, when uh, it was like my mom was on the island at 1979, it, it didn't last that long and it wasn't that devastating. But in 1902, they're comparing it to basically 1902, you know? And so it's, um, yeah, it's very shocking because we didn't expect it to, yeah, be that long and, you know, be so. St. Vincent began erupting April 9th and it's the first time in 42 years. Yes. And there are so many people, I believe, I don't know how many now, but 20,000 people that had to be evacuated from some of the areas because of the devastation. Yeah. And like you said, it's continuing to erupt. The one good thing, but we don't know if it's just, they haven't been reported. So far they're saying no one has been killed. No. A lot has been injured, but you know, God is watching over this and everyone is in a, let's say safer place. It could have been worse, exactly. but it's still a big natural disaster that happened. Exactly. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, we pray for them all the time. We talk to them all the time and so far so good. My family, like I said, is in the Southern side. So most of them are good, except for, I think it was one cousin, but he went down to the South in time. So, um, other than that, it's, um, I had a, I had a point, but I forgot it. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, what's great, too, is that uh, the United Nations uh, launched a humanitarian appeal to help St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and a lot of the islands are getting a lot of supplies together so I could ship them over. And that's the one thing I love about the people of the islands. Regardless mm -hmm. if there's little tiff and taff throughout the year, the great thing is that when in need, everyone will come together. Exactly. Yeah, that's one thing I always, uh, I always appreciate about my culture. Oh my gosh, it's like crazy. Y'all can have the worst fight, but then two seconds later, like, <laughs> I was like, that is amazing, you know? Because many people are not like that. And it's it's just um, it's just amazing to see how everything came together or is coming together. Well, yeah, so uh, you guys said, uh, as Ayana, you read since the beginning, the verses of the Bible. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people, well, not ev unfortunately, not everybody, but uh, I think right now we are in the era where we have to actually really start to open our eyes. And I think all these kind of things happen. We also have to know that right now every single places or every country every place that beside a volcano has to know for somehow we are in the era where almost every volcano is being active it's really coming out of their sleep and i think every country that is really beside a volcano should be alert because it can be any time any day mm -hmm. it can erupt I, I remember, I think about two years or a year or two years ago, when there's a group of uh, people that was on, um, what they were doing a lot, but uh, like expedition. And I think somewhere in Iceland or New Zealand somewhere. Mm -hmm. And while they were doing expedition, they were working in the place where there's a volcano was really 
sleeping under, but they never knew that there would be the volcano at that specific time, the volcano will erupt. And I think a lot of them die. It just went really explode and take people in. So as I say, really, we are really in the era of volcanoes really erupting. Look at the one a couple of years ago, also about two years ago in uh, Hawaii. Again, the same thing in Philippines, just a couple, about a year ago. Again, so really, I think even here in Montreal, I'm afraid for Montreal because I know a lot of people did not know that we have a mountain, yeah. really, that we are really in the center saying, yeah. of, we are living around a mountain yeah. that has a volcano under it. I'm glad that, you said that, yeah that it can erupt every day. But if it happened to Montreal, it it probably it wouldn't be probably like when it happened to St. Vincent. Because imagine St. Vincent was far away. It was a volcano that was still wasn't beside the, uh, the country. And look at the damage that they made. So imagine a volcano that is inside of the city. Yeah. We just hope and pray to God that it does not happen, but we don't know the destiny, we don't know either, but I'm saying if that happened, it will be a very, very big chaos also. Yes, I think, I just remember what I was gonna say from before, like even the other islands like St. Lucia, which is the closest island to St. Vincent, is getting all the ashes and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, Barbados got some as well. Mm -hmm. Because of the wind, um, the way the wind goes, Barbados got a bit of it. Yeah, because when I saw actually the uh, because they shown there was a woman who was actually showing the um, the eruption. She's actually worked for the um, the government. They work with the Canada, and they say Canada helps a lot. Yeah, they will, and she's from Canada, but she moved to uh, Saint Vincent a couple years ago, very very long time ago, mm -hmm. and she's actually saying that Canada has been one of the good country that is helping a lot that they, they have sent the troops there to help them and actually she was showing lives really the whole the volcano i mean how it looked actually like atomic bomb yep and it did erupt it it yep. was so high that actually it touched on um how do you call it, it was so high that it touched on um a cloud mm -hmm and actually separate the cloud. When I was looking, I'm like, this is high. And after that, it get bigger and bigger and bigger. It, yeah. was, kind of, it was scary to just look at it. It looked like atomic bomb. Yeah, when I was talking to my cousin and he, I was like, but wait a minute, it's like five o'clock. Why is it so dark? <laughs> you know what I mean? And hopefully um, everything goes well and uh, we move away from that. Um, so it's good that <laughs> Josephine touched on the one for Montreal because a lot of people don't know. I mean, back in the day when I was talking about it, I think it was up a hundred, no, 800 years. It hadn't erupted. Thank goodness. Because yeah, like, like Josephine said, it's in the city, so it could be devastating. So that's why, um, all of our prayers are with everyone who are affected by the, eruption and hope that you know enough help comes to assist everyone in need so we'll go to the next situation that's happening the earthquake in indonesia it had a magnitude of 
6.1 and it affected Indonesia and Malaysia. As of the 18th of January, 84 people were confirmed killed, 932 people injured, and about 40,000 people had to be displaced around the areas, you know, because there was heavy damages in a lot of the districts. I believe it was over a thousand and more that sustained very heavy damage. So there's a lot of things that need repairing in those countries, especially Indonesia, obviously, but yeah. But the thing is because there's so many things that happen daily. So sometimes it's so hard to keep track because it's like every day there's something. It's either flood in a couple places. There's even never thought it was going to happen, but it is happening. In the Sahara Desert, there's rain, there's flood in Sahara Desert. I mean, who really thought that in Sahara Desert, there will be flood and water? They're starting to have lake of water in Sahara. So there's so many things happen around the world. It's it's difficult to keep track of it. Very sad for Indonesia because this has been happening to them a lot and a lot and a lot. From since last year, they always get in so many things. It's either fraud or it's earthquake. I think people are there right now. I don't know. They kind of like, I mean, you can never get used to that, but they kind of like know what's, you know, what can happen every day. Yes, very true. Yeah, that's, that's really sad to hear. I know they had something before, yes, last year, but mm -hmm. like I didn't realize it, it had happened again. It is something that I've always felt that this world is going to go through something. And so hopefully we can, you know, come together, um, obviously pray, gather, and, and just like, I don't know, just band together and help these people. That's true. I'm going to continue because, like I said, is news around the world. India for the forest fires. They recorded 82,170 forest fire alerts from April 1st to April 14th of this year. Which, yes, is I I'm I'm even sure they're the most that has ever happened to anyone in the world. Maybe Can you see that number again? Uh, 82,170 forest fire alerts in the span of 14 days. Wow. So it's, they're going through a lot over there. I actually never heard India really going to, I think this is like one of the only first time that I really, they really actually going through fire, thing like that, because usually fire is the United States and uh australia in those california this kind of place but you know you never thought that really india would go through that yeah. i mean i i think it's the first time for them it's just anywhere that's hot it's a definite possibility yeah. oh yeah and now there's also south africa that also in fire so so as i told you this word yeah we need prayers <laughs> yeah and in one of the places in um india I'm going to try and pronounce it, Uttarakhand, or Han. The fires that were there began October 15, 2020, and they were still burning on April 5, 2021. 
because of the temperatures and not a lot of rainfall. Yeah. So one year of burning? Not a year, but you know, a long time. <laughs> yeah, almost a year. Wow. Yeah, the planet is changing. Yeah. The planet yeah. is still turning in the same same direction, but with different winds. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. All it is. The news continues. In Brazil, they have floods and landslides, but they say deadly floods, obviously, because of the impact yes, I see that, that it has. So far, two people have died, uh, four are missing after the landslide in Santa Maria. But this has also devastated Brazil. Yeah, one of my favorite countries I've always wanted to visit. But if you look at how they're, I don't know where exactly, I know you said the city, but um, I'm not sure exactly how it looks like, but I know certain parts of Brazil, the houses are like this on the mountainside, right? So if I'm... If it crumbles, then yes. I know since 2020, they've been, since this coronavirus started, they've been through a lot because it is one of the country that had a lot of death from coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And plus now they have this also added to it because I know I saw things also in YouTube where they say really, they didn't even have enough space to bury people. No matter what we do, we can we can change some stuff, but not everything that we can change. As you say, we have to come together and help each other. And we can change what we can change and what we cannot. Well, we can only just pray about it. A song that came to mind is We Are The World. That's, it just popped into my head. <laughs> that is basically what we need right now because everybody's being affected by something in this world. Philippines also had heavy floods um, in one of their cities, the city of Eastern Samar province. It recorded more than 117 millimeters of rain in 24 hours on February 9th. And it continues. So far, they've reported one person dead and around 10,000 people displaced after the floods. You know, if I'm living there, if ever, let's say that I'm one of the people that live there. Definitely, I need to rent a house. These kind of places right now, you don't want to be a first floor or the second floor. You need to be like really higher ground. And I think it's not just only them. It's because right now, it's just the beginning. As you said, it's the beginning of a birth pain. I think right now, people have to really think of one. Even Quebec, we didn't, we never did have really fraud before. But we starting to have them since what, uh, since a couple of years ago. So yeah, so I think right now, as I said, it's the whole world. It's like right now we have to think a little bit ahead that things can happen. And nobody is uh, 
you know, expel from anything. Any country can have anything at any time. So yeah, so if I'm moving either close to a mountain <laughs> where I can escape to the mountain <laughs> or having a building where I can go higher ground. higher. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 In Alabama, there was a hailstorm, severe hailstorm. The way they described it, yes, was I believe baseball size hail drops. And I saw pictures of it and it's serious. It, it happened early in the morning, very early in the morning. I, I believe it was 3 or 4 a.m. Well, thank God people weren't on the street and, oh my gosh. But the car damage, just that alone is like crazy. Hopefully they all have insurance <laughs> because I don't even know if there's insurance. Does it cover that? Not, that's what I'm saying. Not everything is covered. And then even after, even if it's covered, your insurance still rises. Yeah. Because you have to pay for what they have repaired. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. But thank God, as you said, it happened about 3 o'clock a.m., 3 a.m. Because imagine you're walking outside and you receive a size of a baseball in the head. I mean, it doesn't matter. No matter where it hit you, you will be hurt. I mean, something, you will crack something. Definitely. Before, I mean, they, a lot of, they have seen like a size of golf ball. But this time it's huge. It's baseball. Yeah. You do not want to receive that nowhere in your body. Nope, never. So those were the news about, you know, natural disasters that are happening throughout the world. There are more, but I just wanted to highlight a few so we can see what is happening and what is coming. Now I'd like to talk about a few things that have happened. Let's talk about the one good thing before I, I continue with the rest, but sorry. The one good thing is that there has finally been justice for George Floyd. It is a step forward in the right direction. It took a while, we know, but it is still a step forward in the right direction and hopefully it will be reflected in all of the United States because this is a big win for humanity. It needed to be done. He needed his family needed closure on this because the reason why this was so bad is because it was recorded. Like we knew exactly what happened. We knew exactly who did it, yet it took all this time. But we could still now take a moment and be thankful that it has come full circle. Well, there was one that was recorded before, which is Rodney King, and that was a disaster in itself. But I think... And I, I was not think I heard and I second it is that because of the pandemic, it was elevated to a different level where people were like, oh my God, we're all suffering. Look at what the hell is going on. Sorry. Look at what's going on. And let's band together. Even people who probably wouldn't have thought of banding together were like, oh, no, 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 I have time now. Let's band together and let's fight this. I'm, I'm so grateful for that because usually these cases would have been dragged out for so long. And the fact they did it within a reasonable amount of time, instead of four years, within the year, at least it was done, you know? And they have their verdict and they can move, well, hopefully they can move on. 
We don't know because there's certain things that happen after that that still question the same process in the same city. Oh, I don't even know. I'm happy, I'm happy first of all, as you said, that at least it's something positive for once. Thank yeah. God for, you know, because as you said, there's so many, we all know there's so many accidents, so many things that are happening, you know, in the United States. But as, again, I'm so, I was really happy because I remember I was driving from three hours on the road and I put the radio and when I heard that they said they're going to talk about George Floyd I put my radio in the maximum like I need to hear this and also I was happy because as they say everything has its season and I think George Floyd death even though missed a lot of people probably it was a time of pandemic and a lot of people did have time I think it was the season for that it was everything it has to happen with him and whatever God has as a plan, nobody can change it. Yes, a lot of black people has been killing by police and all that. But I think George Freud was really, as they say, he was the drop, the extra drop, the little extra drop that really made the whole cup really went overflow. And even I was so happy because when I saw another video, which is a black boy, a black guy that was walking in his neighborhood and he got stopped by a policeman, an army man, and he was shoving him because he asked him, what are you doing in this neighborhood? It's not your neighborhood. Get out, get out. And he was really, and the boy wasn't doing anything, but he was really shoving him and all that. What I was so happy is that it finally made the, the black neighborhood that was there actually came together and they all went in front of the policeman house they're like you were coward to push one boy and because it was all these it was him his wife and the neighbor white neighbor and they were really like the boy is like i'm not here for no for problem and he's like and they're like but you don't live here and he's like yes i live here and i mean really it was really really bad but what i was so happy is that finally black people are finally having a foot down and say, you know what, enough is enough, we have to help each other. And I think the George Floyd thing and the one, you know, with the case of Eric Chauvin, which is the police who killed uh, George Floyd, it finally gave black people a little bit of boost, a little bit of hope to at least stand up. Because if we don't stand up, if we don't do anything, if they don't do anything right now, it's going to continue. And this one here really finally, finally gave them at least a little hope. And we hope. And as one of the guys say, it is just the beginning. There's a lot of job to do. Of course, just one thing that is not just going to change today or tomorrow. But if you don't start it, you will never be in no way. If we keep saying, okay, it's okay, God will help us. Yes, God will help us. But God also know that we also have, he gave us two arms, two legs, and there's 10 that we can help ourselves. So as he said, I help those who help themselves. But if we keep staying away and we say we can't do anything, well, it's going to continue. But at least with a little step by step, if we keep finally get together, and as they did, they went in front of the policeman's house and they're like, come out. You want to talk? We want to talk to you. And he didn't come out. And finally, the army finally took, you know, they're going to do something about it. This, all oh, the little change, I think that we do need. 
and I'm thank I was thankful because they say it was the shortest the shortest case ever. They went to the court in the in a couple of minutes. He was guilty because they have so much evidence. They cannot say no. And as the, one of the judge said, he's like a Quebecer judge said, he's like it was impossible. The judge that was there, he could not deny it because of the amount of proof you know, it has showed to the whole world and everything. He couldn't say, okay, he's not guilty. He's like, if that judge did say Judge Chau uh, Eric Chauvin wasn't guilty, he said it would be chaos among chaos. I was listening to the news and apparently he has a history of it. He did it to a 14 year old where the 14 year old passed out. Mm. So it? it's, it's obviously a, a, a systemic behavior within him himself, you know what I mean? It's just, it's shocking to know they apparently couldn't bring it up during, because you know how systems go. Sometimes you can bring things up, sometimes you can't. But it's good to know that they can actually bring it up during his sentencing to make sure that he gets like the best sentencing ever. The max. The maximum. Yeah, not the best. Because it sounds like, like, I want to get the best because (laughs) I'm like, this is good. maximum yes thank you for joining us on this episode of free talk these series of events are occurring more and more and at this time in life i beg you to pray as we all need it until the next episode bye